0: So it's just the human team in the office uh, this morning, another Saturday, um, and we we thought we'll get into the room and just talk a little bit about perhaps the current state we find ourselves a little bit in, and then what... You know, is there a way that we can get ourselves out of the funk a bit? Um, and we feel it's time for businesses to really move on, and it's brands um, and people and people that work within those companies to start rising up to the occasion. Um, I, I was thinking outside. You know, work is now part of life. Okay, or you can choose to not make it part of life. But if you actually now can change your mindset towards any sort of job that's at the moment there, we just look at work a different way. All of a sudden... We have to look that everybody adds a greater big value towards the economy, towards better health systems, towards better care, towards less poverty, towards more job creation, uh, to a better country, you know, and then we have a responsibility at the same time, not just in the work form, but then then with our families, but then we also have it human to human so that we can influence people around us in a way that progresses us forward. Um, And in between that, there might be uncomfortable comfortable conversation that need to be had or decisions that need to be made or mindsets that need to be changed but you know we we have had our stumbles um, in this period we don't even think we had full capacity in our minds and in our bodies perhaps in the whole way but we really are trying to wake up with a sense of purpose and then achieve something and then take it for that and then look at the bigger picture and not just the stuff that we read and see all the time
1: and I think maybe with obviously what we went through with the COVID cycle. Um, We're going through. We're going through, yeah, still still happening. I think it's, it's, it's for individuals working for someone, maybe even your own business, I think the cycle has changed. I think for having your own business, obviously it's become a lot harder. But I think also I feel like within this space, it is almost you as working for someone, change the cycle of clocking and clocking out. I think there's really a time period now where as entrepreneurs, you have to push a lot more than you did before. But I think that also kind of breaks this down to like individuals working for a company. And I think all of us right now are ch- facing that challenge. And part of, I think I think it's just not businesses having to redesign themselves, like you said, in terms of like work out and being part of your lives. I think individuals, all of us have to kind of redesign ourselves or re reevaluate ourselves because the times have changed. And I think it's just for companies, it's easy to say for companies, but individuals, I don't Same know. Applies. I don't even know. I'm, yeah. Moni, what's your uh, feeling on that?
2: I'll uh, be just to your point about getting out of the funk. Um, it's been a little over two months, and obviously, all of us are conscious and very sensitive. It's not something we say lightly when we say it's time to get out of the funk, it's time to move on a little bit. We are, like I say, conscious and sensitive to all the circumstances. Everybody's story is a little bit different. Everybody's going through something slightly different. But um, I think for us as a business, the beginning of this, in when we got to a point where we realized it's time to shake things up a bit, it's time to refocus or re-strategize to adapt and keep with the times, um, you know, the new way of doing business. We call it the real economy. Um, I think for us, I don't want to speak for the team, but for me it was almost a fear of mediocrity. Um, Not becoming a statistic or not becoming just another business that's, you know, you try your best and you do your best, but at some point you have to start doing something a little different to make sure – I do not become a st- statistic. I don't have to lay off my people. or you know. I think that, that for me was getting out of the funk. That fear was really a um, motivator for me to get out of the funk. Obviously what I expose myself to every day, my mindset that I wake up every day, that played a big role. But um, I don't know. I, I don't
0: no, yeah. Uh. You Dean have such valid points there. Um, I would I now come back to it now.
3: I was going to yeah. say, like, um, on the fear thing. It's interesting because it's been two and ho- it's been two and a half two and a half two and a half months or whatever. And I think personally, my um, emotions have been like up and down. And the mm. times where, or the days where I feel the most fear or uncertainty, are the days where I create. Not the greatest work at all. Mm. Like it's just about getting through the couple of things that need to be done. And um, the days where I feel like, okay, let's do this. Let's just be, like Mm. you say, not one of those statistics. Let's come out of this better. Then those days are where we create something great. Or at least internally I feel like my mind is just thinking a bit bigger. Mm. So it's, it's hard. It's a balance jumping between those two things.
0: You said nine, you know, in the context of a nine to five cycle. For me, the the thing there is the purpose. I, 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 it's very difficult for me to understand how to wake up without some sort of purpose Mm. to it. Is it just like, okay, I'm going to live till sixty or seventy. I'm going to take this dedication on because that's what the world says. I have to dedicate this time to work, and then I'm going to live through that. But in between that, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to also spend a lot of time with the family, and then. uh, with friends and 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 have a hobby and 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 I'm just like well if work and family and that sort of space is the two biggest spaces why not why not have such a sense of purpose in both in the downtime in and the off time but that the, the what you do every day has a belonging in all of those categories and I feel that that's such a uh, uh, and it's an exciting time for me because you guys play a different role I see you know I've always I've always seen things a little bit more inclusive and now I just feel like we're, we're family family all the you know Demi and Josh and Luke and uh, the, the Room 206 team and everything that we do and then our clients that support us and still, still in this time and then the uh, sacrifices that we do with the time that we put at the office for whatever else we want to do in our own personal lives if we don't have a sense of belonging and purpose in all of that for not just the clients that we work with but that for ourselves, I just don't know how. Between all of this, what we spoke about—the pandemic and what's hanging on everybody's heads—and the fear of what's still coming and what's not happening—and every day going through that. On top of that, you don't have any sort of purpose in what you do, home and at work. I don't know how you do it. And for for I'm, you, you said it's philosophy of statistic, You know. That was one hundred percent. We don't come from a place where we just rub this off. We didn't just smooth through this. Mm. Yeah. It was a tough time. Mm. We had huge cut, budget cuts from our clients, and we respected those budget cuts, um, and then had to ensure we adapt ourselves to 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 still say well. This is our purpose to you and that's a, an extreme value for your brand and for your business. We had to adapt everything. On top of that, we had to deal with our own personal stuff at home and then our personal emotions and then roller coasters that we had internally at the business. I was failed in many ways. As, as the, um, I failed as a leader to, in many regards in these couple of months. I learned a lot about myself, but most impressively, I've learned about you guys. And I'm not always the best way. Uh, I have a love language, different love languages, um, and one of them is not to be so nice always with compliments at the office. Um, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm
3: your love language is giving people food <laughs> <laughs> and money <funny.
0: laughs> and cars <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah, no no and hugs. hugs. <laughs> 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 um, it's um i'm just i sit in a grateful place and i think that we want to show everybody a little bit of who we are because if you if you're going to do business with us if you're going to come into this world with us and we're going to come into your world now's the time more than ever to really extend that partnership philosophy and understand who you're getting in business with and how we think and in the best of times and in the worst of times
3: you know something I was thinking about the other day is like I think what lockdown did to us it gave us a timeline it gave us an end point so it was like survive 3 weeks survive an extra 2 weeks um then it was survive till the next level survive till the next level and for some industries um or for most of us it was like okay cool so the business needs to survive for 3 months then things will start to go back to normal the reality is they won't but in your mind you kind of almost have to give yourself a timeline so i was listening to s- somebody talking about the events industry the other day and they would said when lockdown first happened they would started thinking about how okay if they just have enough cash flow for three months then they'll be good mm-hmm. and the reality is now they're starting to think they need to survive until february next year mm. you know and although I guess with the events industry, it's probably a little bit easier to have a timeline or whatever. I think the challenge to myself as I'm sitting here, as I'm listening to (laughs) everything and as I'm dealing with everything every day is there is no timeline for our business. Mm. There is no uh, hold on another two or three months or six months or nine months and things will change. It's what are we doing right Mm. now? What are we doing today? What can we do? What are we in control of and can we change? And I think, but it goes back to that fear thing. Whenever you feel scared, you sort of reverse back to this, like, just hold on until. Mm. Um, And I think that doesn't get us anywhere. It doesn't make me very productive. It doesn't make me do great work. And I think for myself, I think as of today, (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to be like, I'm going to f- forget about that mindset. It disappears. Mm. It's, what are we doing in the current environment every day? Because what COVID has taught us is anything can change at any time. So there's no holding on. There's no, all our clients will have more money by January. You know, and we can't, we don't know. We can't tell. So what can yeah. we, what well, can then, we do?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and the um, you said something just now about, purpose how you don't understand so it's difficult to comprehend how somebody commits to a nine-to-five job that's their lifestyle and i think as south africans it's kind of weaved into our Mm. systems a little bit that's what expect that's what's expected especially if you're a man um you know to look after your family this is what you commit to but it's so true it almost I don't know if sad's the right word but it almost makes me sad to think that people think well if I get my salary every month um, this is the hours I put in my fa- family is looked after you know I'm I'm doing enough and you know everybody's grateful for what you're doing but it's not okay not to feel that you don't live out your purpose every day or you don't wake up with that sense of purpose in the morning. It's not okay. You're going to blink and be 65 and you've mm. got your pension, but what have you done with your life? And and I'm saying this because it's kind mm. of where we, mostly you, Albert, but it's kind of where we also come in that part of our business where we dissect your system and we dissect your structures and we see what you can capitalize on and we can really extract the purpose and the value of your business. So You're right. I think a lot of businesses
3: started uh, as an entrepreneur or an owner, you started it with some sort of purpose, some sort of being, and I think... Um, one year down the line two years down the line can you imagine 10 years down the line how you've almost forgotten the core of that purpose and what really makes you different and I think that we we try really hard to find that again for businesses and to find what is interesting to the consumer about that purpose and the of the business not just the product